We may never know precisely what brought Charles Babbage to the jungles of Mexico, why he chose to make the journey into the foreboding Lacandon, why he sought out the ruins of the ancient Mayan people. All we can definitively say is that he travelled from ruin to ruin with a retinue of engineers and craftsmen, examining the remains of ancient clockwork and taking measurements. Carvel White looked out of place, but at ease in his dark single-breasted morning coat, matching black waistcoat, and striped trousers against the backdrop of the tropical stone ruins. He may have been miserably hot in the heavy-hanging tweed, but it had become a point of professional pride to the master thespian to avoid complaint. His voice projected the dignity of age, but none of its frailties, as it echoed across the ancient limestone. His last stop was here at the ruins of Zipactanol, where he remained the longest. Babbage spent months here in the jungle, encamped before these very stone steps. When asked about his business here years later, Mister Babbage merely smiled and said, "Cut!" The shout rang out across the ruins. The girls in the shot. Bloody hell! Carvel pivoted in place, shading his eyes against the sun. Peering up the ruined Mayan pyramid slope at the young girl scrambling along its decrepit surface, he didn't know if it was typical for these film projects or not. But this had to be by far the least professional production he'd ever had the displeasure of taking part in. Robinson, control your wretched offspring! The film crew's overweight director lifted his glasses and wiped the sheen of sweat from his ruddy face. Don't put yourself out, Mister White. We'll take up again from the start of your anecdote. The girl's father, the crew's guide, ran a hand through the back of his shaggy dark hair, where the crew's jungle khakis were so new that they were practically still starched. His own outfit was faded and streaked with the mud of dozens of previous expeditions. Sorry about that, Mister Gurnwood. Just keep her off the set, Henry. The director said, Penny. The man cupped his hands, calling up the ruins to his daughter. Get down here. The girl looked up from her explorations, the copper sheen of her hair's cascading curls catching the light of the setting sun. She gave a brief wave before starting down the pyramid's crumbling face, her feet easily and naturally finding secure footing despite the seeming careless rate of her descent. While not so crass as to wish a fall upon her. Carvel resolved that if she did take a tumble, she'd have no one to blame but herself. Let's take a break, Gurnwood said, turning to his young production assistant. Fifteen minutes, Jerry. We'll shoot the scene, and that should be enough to justify our travel budget to the investors. And we can get the hell out the jungle and spend the rest of the weekend on holiday in Merida. Then it's back to Exeter to film the school scenes. Penny jumped the last few feet to land near her father, a cloud of dust raising from her boots. Ladies, do not jump, Penelope. Carvel sniffed disapprovingly. It wasn't proper for the young girl to be along in the first place. The jungle was, as he understood it, a dangerous place. I'm not a lady, Penny said. I should say not. The little monster stuck out her tongue, and my name is Penny. Come along, you ragamuffin, her father said. Apologize to Mister White. I'm sorry, Mister White. She even sounded sincere. The old actor was impressed, as well you should be. Carvel unbuttoned his jacket, a minor conceit to the heat and humidity. 
This wretched jungle is bad enough as is, with its monkeys and highwaymen. The sooner we move on, the better. I want to be a monkey. Can I be a monkey, father? You're monkey enough as is, Poppet. Let's have no more troubles, dear. The film people need to finish doing their jobs, and then we can leave. Penny scowled. Leave? We just got here. I want to explore the pyramid. They're not like the ones in Egypt. You can get inside them and everything. It's a difference in purpose. The ones here were temples, not tombs. Do they have magic powers? Her father laughed. What? Khalil said that the pyramids at Giza had magical powers because of their shapes. They could make razors sharper and magnets magneter. I don't think that's quite true. He glanced back over his shoulder. It looks like Mister Gernwood is trapped in the ivy again. 